Welcome to the People Sports Podcast. I am Mark Titus. She is Charlotte Wilder. We are recording this a day later than usual, Charlotte. What's going on? The people are confused. Mm-hmm. They need answers. What happened? Yeah, well, Mark, I am, uh, I'm glad you asked. I, yesterday, can you hear me, by the way? I just want to make sure everything is working. <laughs> because... Yeah, that would, be, that would be a problem. What, what, if I, what if I actually couldn't hear you and I just pretended like I could? How far into this podcast do you think we could make it before you're like, oh my wait God. a second? I don't think you hear me. <laughs> Pretty far. I mean, I just like, I just hit a button on my mic and I was like, oh my God, if I screwed it up again. Because yesterday we um, were, I sat down to record at 129, was supposed to hop on the Zoom at 130 and the internet cut out. And I was like, well, this is less than ideal. Um, and it turns out I'm in Maine. Uh, a boat hit the power lines. <laughs> a boat That is hit something the that I've never uh, had to deal with in my time living in the Midwest. We never had that. We're, uh, is, that a, no. is that a regular occurrence in Maine? Is that... At this Maine, point, Maine is like like I don't I don't mean to pile on Maine, but like Maine is one of those states like Delaware and like New Hampshire that most people in America don't even really believe that exists. They're just like I've heard about it, but like it sounds like a mythical land, and this seems like it's par for the course for Maine. Honestly, like what I know about Maine, it feels like boats are just like boat hit a power line. That feels like a Thursday in Maine. Yes. <laughs> Well, it was a Wednesday, but it could have been a Thursday. <laughs> I mean, no, honestly, Mark, it's one of those things where for me, I'm like, oh, of course. And then I stop and think about it. And I'm like, for most of the country, they'd be like, where the hell are you? Yeah. I'm going back to New York today. So hopefully this won't be an issue yeah. um, for a little while. But uh, you're yeah, coming so- back to the States. You're like, yeah, I've been amazed. <laughs> you're like, oh, well, I didn't realize people could leave the country during, yeah. right now during Corona. But wow. Well, Charlotte got passport. out. Charlotte got to me. <laughs> yeah. so, I have my passport to work. Good luck with customs getting back to New York. <laughs> <laughs> seriously, seriously. Oh man, a boat hit the power lines. That's amazing. That makes me yeah. feel better. Uh, I am, uh, as as you know, but you know, people might not know this. Listening, I I recently took sailing lessons. I'm I I am a brand new sailor. I've just been christened a brand new sailor, and uh, it is it is fun. It's, it's a lot easier than I thought it would be, but, um, every so often you get like anxiety when you're, you just jinx, you just yeah, sailor jinxed yourself so bad. Oh my God. You're both well, going to sink the next time you go what out. What I'm saying is like, I, I realize I have no pressure because even if I, cause I'm just in these like tiny keel boats. And if I like hit something, it's probably like a Look thousand at you tossing it. around the terminology, <laughs> yeah. a tiny keel boat. Okay. If I hit you're the captain now. <laughs> yeah. 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 If I hit something, it's like maybe a great, or two and damage uh i'm not i don't have the ability to hit power lines so i feel better about myself like it's good that's good listen i owe you i owe you an apology for roasting you about your sailing abilities previously uh because karma was clearly out to get me um and i've also done i I sent that boat after you i was like (laughs) (laughs) one of my sailing buddies yeah i was like go 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 hit charlotte's (laughs) power lines oh Oh, man. man otherwise great week great week we've had you had you you're doing all right in maine you're getting back to new york yeah going back for a bit um very excited about that uh i don't know how are you how's moses how's sports what's the deal uh moses is fine um the the only news i have to report is i'm on cameo now charlotte which is uh hilarious and um uh, we've been having fun doing those and uh, i I didn't even say that to plug it i'm not even i don't i don't care about the plug i care about like just saying those words, I'm on camera now. How many people it. have have gotten your video? You're doing it for like, charity, right? Yeah, I'm doing it for. I started a scholarship, so all the money is going to the scholarship. So I don't feel like that bad about it, but it is like very bizarre. It's like 
have a i'm just living my day and then a notification pops up. i was like yo can you wish carl my uncle a happy birthday and i'm like all right yo, should i get on cameo probably why not it's 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 so stupid (laughs) but it's fun yeah it's 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 i'm recording i'm like this is the dumbest thing ever but at the same time like people seem to enjoy them so that's been that's what i've done so happy you're raising money i love it i I really i really i really did not mean to plug it it was just more of like if you were to ask me like what's the funniest thing i've done this week it's that it's hilarious it's like i sit on my couch and i'm like all right well i'm gonna block off the next two hours to be like hey what's up man mark (laughs) tiny I should do one right now. I should see if I have one. Just do it live on the oh, show. Oh man! <laughs> if you don't think uh, oh, that man. won't that won't come back to to bite you in a beautiful way, then <laughs> let me tell you, Charlotte. Enough with the nonsense. We are a sports podcast. We are the People Sports Podcast. The people yes, tune are. in. They don't they don't want to listen to us talk about sailing and and power lines and the state of Maine. What they want to hear us talking about is sports, damn it. Stick to sports. Give us the sports. Give us the analysis we're here for. Um, so we have to figure out what we're going to talk about today. Okay. What do you uh, got for me? So I have a few things. First of all, I don't think we should talk about this stuff, but it's worth noting because uh, of what we did last week. And if you missed last week's show, we, we talked about how basically every kicker in the NFL sucks. Mm. Uh, and by every kicker, I mean – Steven Goskowski and Randy Bullock. And that was pretty right. much. Was They're like the only team. kickers because the only time you pay attention to kickers is when they mess up. Mm-hmm. So as far as right. the public is concerned, the NFL only has two kickers and they suck. Yeah. Yes. So we did a whole show about that, about thankless jobs. I just wanted to shout out Harrison Butker of the, that's his real name. <laughs> <laughs> every time, every that damn is, time. That is his real name. The butt kicker himself. Uh, <laughs> The Chiefs kicker, which, like, the Chiefs are already the best team in the NFL. They're already loaded. They already got the best everything. They're the, the best uh, face guard for their head coach. They've got the best oh. – <laughs> everything there is to have, the, the Chiefs have it. And then you throw in the best kicker, apparently, in the NFL because the man, uh, he hit two fifty-eight yarders in this game against the Chargers. He, but then I wanted to shout him out because the, the game winner was an overtime. He hits a 58-yarder to win it. Uh, but he had to hit it, like, three times in a row because he hits a 53-yarder. It's a false start. So they move it back five yards, hits a 58-yarder, but it turns out that the Chargers had iced him and called timeout. So he has to do it again, and then he did it again. And I felt like just in the interest of journalistic integrity, we were killing the kickers last week. We got to shout out Harrison Butker because he is very, very good at kicking. I love that. I also think that if we're going to change this narrative at all, against which we railed last week, it's Mm. up to us to celebrate the kickers. So every once in a while, I think we should just keep this as a segment, be like shout out to – um, you know, but, but man, you know, like <laughs> the let's, let's, just, let's keep it going. Uh, also speaking of the chargers, um, mm-hmm. there, there's a story that also fits in the thankless jobs category. I, I say, okay. uh, yeah. th- any other week, maybe we're, we're talking about this, but it feels like it's a little too much overlap from last week. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, and I don't know if you, did you, did you see this, did you hear about this? Tyrod I did. Taylor, Unfortunately, I, I did, Mark. Tell the people in case the people haven't heard. He was getting an injection because he, he had fractured a rib, and he was getting that, – that's how it works in, in the NFL is you just, like, you shoot him up and you get cortisone shot, whatever the hell's going on. It's uh, right. I've seen oh painkillers. I saw that show. Uh, back, or pain, <laughs> not painkiller. What was it called? Uh, 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 Hard knocks. No. What was the show? <laughs> God, I don't know. What was the show on ESPN that uh, – uh, 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 playmakers it was playmakers, playmakers. There it is. In- hey, yeah yeah it was playmakers i forgot about uh, that wow anyway tyrod taylor has a, a fractured rib he's getting some uh medication for it and the team doctor <laughs> goes to give him the injection and punctures his lungs charlotte and this seems bad because uh 
Tyler, it Taylor. does seem bad. It does seem bad. What the hell is go? But the the reason I wanted to uh, bring it up, and I don't want to talk about it this week, is because uh, this this fits the bill for um, what we talked about last week, which is thankless jobs. I mean, this guy. Yeah. How many times has this guy given injections in, in his doctor career? No one said a word. No one's been like, "Wow, doc, thank you for the flu booster you gave me." Thanks Very for not job. puncturing my yeah. lung. Wow, you didn't puncture my lung on that one. Good job. Doc. Like he's batting. He, his percentage has got to be like ninety nine point nine 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 nine. And all anyone wants to talk about. Is the point oh one? Also, is anybody talking about the doctors that gave injections and didn't, or, or what, what? What? What do you? What's the medical term? Gave injections? Is that right? I think so. Else? No one's. I'm not a doctor, that. Mark. I don't know. I don't know. Can I? Can I just say <laughs> one? My main takeaway from this story, and then we're going to get to what we're actually talking about. My main takeaway from the Tyrod Taylor thing is what the hell was going through Tyrod's head mm-hmm. as he's lying there, like he's already in pain, and all of a sudden you can't breathe. It's like. Yeah how that moment that moment where it happened i also have a friend in high school who punctured his lung and uh-huh. it's it's like a very serious it's it a really it's it bad it's really bad <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't want that to happen <laughs> my, my source told me that is bad that is it's really bad, bad. as i yeah. mean you know i've i've prefaced this with i'm not a doctor but i do know yeah. some things and i think you want two lungs well, it's made that much worse, Charlotte, by the fact that, that you have Herbert, the the new sexy new rookie quarterback for the Chargers, and like all the Chargers fans, all seven of them are like, man, when are we going to see Justin all Herbert out there? Like, we, turn it over to Justin Herbert. And now fate has intervened, and it's like a sticky situation where it's just so unfair to Tyrod Taylor if this is how his career – his career is probably not going to end. I right? just, like, I also, I'm not a doctor, but like at the same time, he might just – that might have been it. He just lost his starting job because the doctor <laughs> – he did. He did. And it, it, that feels that that's what feels so cruel about this to me. And also I think Anthony Lynn is really chargers head coach is really, really trying to make sure that that's not the narrative. Cause he like Justin Herbert came in and he played really well. Yeah. He, I I'd seen him in hard knocks and I was like, okay, this kid's got something, but like, and you know, obviously his college career, but then he, in his first NFL game, he played well. And Anthony Lynn refused. He's like, he's a backup for a reason. Like, we're not, we're not putting him, like, we, it's, it's Tyrod's job. But, and yeah. I'm like, well, but it's not, but I appreciate so you trying to say that. who's going to start next week, coach? He's like, well, Justin, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. Tyrod, as it turns out, is out for the year because he has a puncture lung. So it looks like Justin is going to be open. So it looks like oh, that's. Man. It, it, that, that really sucks. But, it's sad. Uh, that one makes me really sad. Yeah, we are fun. It, we, we like stories that are fun or funny. That is. I mean, I guess like in a. It's not. Don't way. go there. It's not. Let's. Okay. Go. It's not fun or funny. Let's go to the next one. Mark. We are I'm saving you. I'm saving. We're laughing a lot for a story that's not funny. We're well, that's because we're probably both people who deal with tragedy by laughing. Yeah. So yeah. Let's, we're trying uh, to laugh through the pain. All right. Let's move yeah. on. Let's 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 move on. Uh, the only other one I have, and I don't I don't think this one is is worth doing either. But uh, Deion Sanders is the new head football coach at Jackson State. He um, is. And I I don't I don't know if there's enough meat on that bone because. Uh, this feels like a story we need to revisit. I think I feel like we put a pin in this, like because th- this is like a story you revisit when Jackson State is like zero and eight, and you you find out that like Deion Sanders isn't coaching anybody. All these, <laughs> the, only, the only reason he wanted the job is like he just wanted to like just be Deion Sanders. He just the only to- reason I think yeah. not the only reason this that's mean. I think Deion Sanders could be a great coach. He's coached mm-hmm. his son in high school. He's very invested in his son's career. I think he cares a lot about the kids he's coaching. I do. However, 
think he took an enormous amount of joy in having a marching band announce yeah, his hiring. This is what I'm saying. Did Charlie. you see that? I'm like, we're in a global I, pandemic. And I tweeted something previously <laughs> about, about actually your beloved Ohio State's marching band, where I was mm. like, I'm really sad because blowing into a tuba doesn't seem like the best way to not spread coronavirus. However, <laughs> apparently they have these special masks and special guards over them. So maybe it wasn't as bad as it seemed. But I was yeah. like, you are just broadcasting aerosols <laughs> out of that out of that. Aerosol. Man. <laughs> so broadcasting like, yeah, aerosols is that broadca- the new name of the podcast broadcasting aerosols i think i think broadcasting aerosols it's either the name of the podcast or oh. um like our ska band yeah <laughs> there was also a fake report oh. that he hired warren sap and to as assistant the, I, I don't think it's fake i think it's good i think it's it's uh, uh it's it's the news early i think it's 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 going to happen. It's just like, it's a, that's a, a fortune teller put that. Well, when that way. happens, we are on it. But yeah. for uh, this week, what are we talking about? Yeah. Deion Sanders. Uh, I, it, it feels to me like he's not, um, he doesn't want to be the head coach. He wants to be the Matthew McConaughey minister of culture for God, like, that's, that's what he really oh, wants. I love you know Matthew I mean? McConaughey. Like he thinks like that's the, uh, that feels to me like what Deion Sanders should be doing for teams. It's just like, you, you don't officially like have a title. You're just kind of like Deion Sanders. And I'm, I'm on yeah. the, I'm a, I'm a coach technically, but like, I'm just kind of around Deion Sanders. Like I don't have it's to It's like actually, you like, were a college basketball, but you were really just Mark Titus. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You don't want to De- like Deion Sanders job should not be. It's like fourth and three with a, a minute and a half left. And do we punt here and try to play no. defense and call timeouts or do we go for it? Like, like I don't want Deion Sanders making those decisions. No. I want him. Come on, man. I want to have a marching band and just kind of dancing on the sidelines. Like, that's what he right, should be doing. He's like, uh, I don't care what we do. Isn't this a good look? We'll put a pin in that because I imagine we're going to get some content out of that as, as Dion actually coaches his team. For but, sure. Uh, I felt like this one is the one. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and you agreed with me. And I think mm-hmm. uh, this is going to be the story we're going to do. Uh, Michael Jordan is starting a NASCAR team, Charlotte. He sure is. Michael Jordan. The, he sure uh, is. The and, and what I want to do is I want to use this as a jumping off point. Do you believe Michael Jordan is the best player of all time or the second best? Is LeBron better? Discuss. Oh my god! I mean, <laughs> no one talks about this. Like that's what I don't understand. I'm like, no one ever. That's gonna talks be, about no. This. That's what we're gonna we're gonna make our show. That today is just the LeBron versus Jordan. <laughs> for the next 45 minutes, we're gonna flesh it out and have a definitive oh, answer. <laughs> my god! How many how like how many one star reviews do you think that would? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I feel like it'd be five star. I feel like people would be like, "This is the content we want. This is all." Yeah, sports I know. Be. We're out here trying to like do and something different. And we just different. look at and each other like, like, "Play yeah. the hits." We don't. Yeah, we don't want different. Well, okay. So let me, let's just set the stage for people who might not know. So Michael Jordan, I think it came out Monday or Tuesday um, that he is starting a NASCAR team Mm -hmm. with racer race car driver, Denny Hamlin. Mm -hmm. uh, And their driver is going to be Bubba Wallace. Now this Mm -hmm. means that MJ is the only majority black owner in Mm -hmm. NASCAR Bubba Wallace is the only black driver at the Cup Series level. Um, and Bubba had previously been with Richard Petty Racing, um, but he'd, he'd complained a lot, or, or I don't know if complaint is the right word, just he'd been like, look, I'm on mid-level equipment. And what yeah. NASCAR has turned into is a sport where you need the best stuff. Like we, we joked um, last week about pit, change, uh, pit crews and, and changing the tires and fueling up and everything. And um, you know, how maybe a 10th of a second won't make a difference. But Bob Pockris, our, um, one of our NASCAR reporters here at Fox Digital, emailed me and he was like, actually, these days it can't. Like a, a 10th of a second can be the difference. And so if mm. you're on equipment that doesn't give you that it's a extra- game of inches, is that what you're telling me? 
Yes, it is a game of inches, according to the map. We've only got one inch. Um, and so uh, uh, I would think that, you know, MJ, he said in his press release or in, in a conversation, he was like, I want to win. And I was like, oh, no shit. <laughs> Do you? Step one. <laughs> He's like, that's when it got personal. No. Um, so I'm thinking that hopefully, you know, he'll be willing to put a lot of money into this and um, mm-hmm. give Bubba the equipment to... Because Bubba won six races at the truck, the truck level. Yeah. So he's, he's a good driver. Um, and I'm just kind of, I'm excited to see what happens. Apparently, MJ's been A, friends with Denny Hamlin for a while, and B, a yeah. NASCAR fan for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, MJ grew up in North Carolina. NASCAR is kind of, uh, uh, did it start in North Carolina? Because my understanding yeah. is it started no. in like Florida. Do you know where it started? With the, this is, with, I am the obsessed with the history of NASCAR. Okay. So it began because guys were running moonshine. They were, yeah, I knew, um, yeah, I knew that. Yeah. During prohibition, they yeah. were, they were putting in the back of their trunks and trying to outrun the cops. So they would soup their car up, cars up. And then it turned into sort of, they would build these tracks. And I think Daytona was the first yeah. track they built, or it was on the beach that they would actually race. Yeah. That's what I thought. I thought, I thought that like, I thought the moonshine thing was happening in Florida, but then like every other. No, that was Appalachia. Of, that was yeah. Like, every other bit of data says if this is in North Carolina because like why is their hub in North Carolina? Why is you know like everything's in North Carolina with with NASCAR? So yeah, I guess, I I want I don't know who was I think so, maybe the France family was from Charlotte or like landed yeah. it in Charlotte and that's where all the hubs are. But yeah. Anyway, I went deep it. If you can't tell, yeah, yeah. I, I went yeah, down that's, a real. That's good. That's really good. Uh yeah, Jordan. So th- this this to me like it it feels like like Michael Jordan. First of all, he has he 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 uh, uh, pledged a hundred million dollars, Charlotte, to to black causes. Um, and and this is big. This is noteworthy. This turn. And and I I don't mean to say that like like you could you could paint the narrative Michael Jordan being the only black owner, Bubba Wallace being the only black driver. That this is like a decision that Jordan came upon because he wants to help like black causes. Um, but I don't know, like, has, has, have they really like actually acknowledged that straight up? Or is it just like Michael Jordan's like, I'm into NASCAR. I like Bubba Wallace and that's pretty much it. And everyone else connecting these dots. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. You know I don't I mean? think it's been, I don't think it's been very explicit. I, which I kind yeah, I of love that he's, well, yeah. he did say he was like, we need to increase diversity. And you know, when you think about it, like if you're not putting people in a position to succeed, if you're not giving them the equipment, um, then they're probably not going to win. So if you have yeah. someone dedicated to making sure that the black driver has as fair a shot as anyone, and then hopefully get more people into the sport. And NASCAR actually has a pretty deep initiative trying to fix this. They're at the pit crew level. They've done this. They've gotten a lot of former um, college football players in mm-hmm. as as tire changers and um or what what do you call that is there a name for that uh i i call them tire changers i don't know i'm sure there is a name i'm sure there's okay a name. well we're going with do, we're do going with like tire racing, changers. like sailing and they just have like just crazy names for it's 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 not a nut it's called like it's a, like the rubber monger <laughs> yeah, you're, like, what? you're like okay um but yeah so i think that i think that as long when you have someone who is clearly dedicated to improving that in the sport yeah. and has the money to do it that's gonna go a long way but no he's been he's been pretty much like i just want to win yeah yeah uh but w- w- the, the, what i was gonna say is because Michael Jordan, as you said, he has a ton of money and he's, he's throwing a lot of money at this and uh, he he's already pledged the money to, I, I, what what I'm, what I I guess the point I'm trying to get to is like Michael Jordan for most of his life, most of his career, he, he, he's trying to, he's trying to 
uh, he, he's had the, the thing of Republicans buy sneakers too. That, that quote that, uh, that has been his, his, I don't, I don't know what the term is. I'm not smart. Thorn enough, in his side, maybe thorn. in his. that's like the, yeah, that's like the ding against like his, like, as you're watching LeBron build school, like I, that, that pisses Jordan off. Like all jokes aside, I'm not trying to turn this into a Jordan LeBron thing, but like LeBron's like building school. Like Le- LeBron is, Jordan is so much more beloved on the court, but like LeBron, what he's done off the court, whether it's like genuine and, and cynics say that he's just doing it because he just, you know, he, which like also, yeah, whatever. why would that matter? Like he's doing the good thing. Um, yeah, exactly. But uh, Jordan has had the Republicans buy sneakers too thing. And it, it does feel like recently he's been trying to, to do more things. And like, like, like I said, he didn't explicitly say that this is like a charitable thing. He's like, I'm not trying to, I'm trying to win, but at the same time, uh, getting into auto sports costs a ton of money. It's very hard to make money from it. You have to be like, you have to have a great, so it's not necessarily charity, but at the same time, there's gotta be like, like Jordan's gotta be going into this knowing I might not make money on this, or I might lose a little bit of money, or I might not make a ton of money, but yeah. it's still a cause worth pursuing, whether it's because he wants to help Bubba Wallace. He wants to help NASCAR have more black voices and black faces or whether she's just like, I'm really into NASCAR. Either way, it doesn't matter. It's a cool story. That, that Michael totally. Jordan, the coolest guy that has ever existed in North American sports, maybe world in the world, is, is going to NASCAR? Which, yes. That's crazy. I know. You know? I, think, I think you're right. I think what's really interesting to me about this year for Jordan is he addressed – was it was the last dance the first time he publicly addressed the Republicans by speaking? Kind of, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was And that yeah. was back in, in April. He kind and- of – he kind of didn't address it, but he did address it in less. At that was least the first time he addressed he, it head on, but then he kind of was just like shrugged his shoulders. But I know what you mean. Yeah, he did. He acknowledged it, yeah, I guess, is what it. I'll yeah. say. And yeah. and since then, you know, as um, the only majority black owner in the NBA with the Charlotte Hornets, um, he was instrumental in getting players to resume the season after the Bucks walked off, walked off the court um in the bubble of a few months ago now jesus that's crazy um and i think that we've seen him really put his weight behind these causes um more than he ever has and even just his existence as a black superstar athlete who builds he builds jordan brand like he is he's sort of the ultimate businessman athlete and that in and of itself is so cool because then you see what he's able to do with mm-hmm. that. And mm-hmm. here, there's a quote from him, which he addresses um, the, you know, diversity in NASCAR. He says, um, historically, NASCAR has struggled with diversity and there have been few black owners. The timing seems perfect as NASCAR is evolving and embracing social change and more, which mm-hmm. I think is also a, a testament to NASCAR because, I mean, they banned the flag, the Confederate right. flag, which they knew would anger some of their base. It seems like they're really trying. Yeah. 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 It's, it's in a year of things that we never thought we would see in our lives. NASCAR. Yeah. And also like, maybe this means more people who I think that Bubba really opened the door to Mm -hmm. more fans who weren't interested in NASCAR, at least people paying attention now that MJ's an owner. Yeah. Now that MJ's it's yeah. That's kind of cool. That's really cool. Bubba Wallace can win a few races uh, with MJ as the owner and it's yeah. Then that's such a great story. Oh my God. I love it. Yeah. It'll be race. Uh, So we covered the MJ part. Can I talk about the Denny Hamlin part? Please, please. Also, like, obviously, MJ's going to get all the headlines. He's the coolest. And, yeah. and Jordan Brand's the cool, all that, whatever. Uh, how does Denny, how is Denny Hamlin buying a team? Like, I was confused about this. The Denny Hamlin, um, 
he because the story is this, Charlotte, that Denny Hamlin is going he, – he currently races for Joe Gibbs Racing. Mm-hmm. Um, he is going to continue racing for Joe Gibbs Racing despite being an owner of another team. He's not even going to race for his own team. Uh, I'm glad you bring this up because I'm, <laughs> I'm really confused. Is it that they only want to run – aren't they going to have three drivers? I, I have or no are idea. they just gonna have I mean, one? If they're just gonna have Bubba, then I'd be like, okay, I understand. It costs forty million Bubba, dollars. Yeah. It costs like forty goddamn million dollars to run a race car for a season. That's insane. So maybe yeah. they were like, look, we'll start with one. Well, yeah. And then if this works, Denny, we'll get you a car on your own team. Yeah, yeah. I but but Denny Hamlin. That's. I mean, I hear what you're saying, but at the same time, like if you're trying to win, Denny Hamlin, Bubba Wallace, nothing against him. Like he's young, he's coming out, he's gonna maybe he'll be great someday, whatever. But like Denny Hamlin's here. Denny Hamlin's arrived. Denny Hamlin is a great racer. How many times <laughs> like, has he won a cup series? Like a I, lot, I, I, right? Never he's never won the the whatever the hell they call it, the big the playoff big thing. Kahuna. Yeah, he right. never won the big kahuna, but he wins races all the time. Yeah, right. He's, he's great. Uh so I, I looked this up. I think the last time this happened was Dale Earnhardt. Like this is Dale Earnhardt had Dale Earnhardt Incorporated. He had his own team, but he ra- he raced for racing uh, Richard Childress. Raced, raced for Richard <laughs> you Childress. got that? Yeah. Uh, he raced for Richard Childress Racing uh, because like Childress and him were buddies, and he he had just kind of done it forever. And then he started his own team, and he stuck with it with uh, Childress. Uh, so you have to go all the way. You have to go back like twenty years. The last time this has happened, and the guy who did it was Dale Earnhardt, like the greatest ever. Right. Uh, and Diddy Hamlin's doing it. I, I don't know. It's, it's like, I don't know. It, it, everyone, everyone that like follows NASCAR, I was reading up on it. Like, it's not that shocking to them. They say it makes sense. There's not a conflict of interest. Uh, but yeah, if it's Bubba, Bubba Wallace versus Denny Hamlin, they're the only two that have a shot. And it's like the final lap. What's Denny Hamlin doing? What is he doing? That's such a great conflict point. I don't know. Wow. But yeah. No I mean, mind. they're like, oh, he's going to try to win. That's a racer's mentality. And I'm like, well, you know, if. I'm like, okay, but here's the thing about capitalism. (laughs) (laughs) Hell of a drug. Yeah. (laughs) Denny, goddammit, you will not pass Bubba. You will not pass Bubba or your kneecaps will not be working, I promise. Right, right. Well, Nancy Kerrigan, your ass. Um, Uh, Sorry, that was dark. (laughs) I do think, I do think, um, I was really surprised that he, I was reading about this and and, um, that Jordan and, and Denny have been friends since they met like 11 years ago. And Denny's the only NASCAR driver on Jordan. Yeah, how does that happen? What? I, I imagine every NASCAR driver wants to be friends with Michael Jordan. So how does, what did Denny Hamlin say? To, I think he was, they met at a, at a, what was then the Charlotte Bobcats. They met at a Bobcats oh. game. So maybe Jordan was like, look, if this guy is into this city enough to go to a Bobcats, Bobcats. game, he's, he's my guy. <laughs> Diddy Hamlin was one of seven fans at the game. Yeah. And Jordan was just like, wow, I'll, I will He's like, I'll support anything you do. And he's like, well, as it turns out, I'm a NASCAR. Like, no shit. Uh, <laughs> right. that, that, uh, that, that, that jumped out to me, too. It's like, I imagine all these guys want to be friends with Michael Jordan. They all live in Charlotte. Like, what, how did Denny Hamlin crack through? Uh, you, you just answered that question. The other part is this. You brought it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, running a NASCAR team costs a ton of money. costs $40 million a year to, to – to, put a team on how do you say it run a team run a run a field a team field a team for a year sport a team sport a t- uh it costs a ton of money michael jordan obviously has a ton of money so the question is why is denny hamlin a part of this if michael jordan wants to just finance it all himself does he need denny hamlin 
Uh, Do you know what I, I, I have, I wonder if this isn't an attempt to bring along white fans who might mm -hmm. have more of a problem with it. If they see, you know, if it's like Denny Hamlin as the white ally being You don't like, want the Jordan brand to just be the black brand. And then you could just dismiss the whole brand because it's like, those are the. Be like, oh, it's a diversity thing. And yeah, it's like, well, Denny yeah. Hamlin's there. You know, yeah, I wonder yeah. if that's sort of like. Yeah, that makes sense. To, I don't know. But I don't then, know though. How does Denny Hamlin, uh, uh, that, that, that makes a ton of sense. But then I, I was thinking like, how does Denny Hamlin have the money to match Michael Jordan's investment? And, I feel like and, he doesn't. Well, no, he does, does he? Charlotte. Here's what I was going to do. I want to play what? a game with you. You know, I like playing games <gasps> yes! with you. You I know, I like games. playing games with you. Uh, Denny Hamlin, according to our friends at celebritynetworth.com. Oh, one of the, hell yeah. The most cited the most cited source, I think, on People's Sports Podcast. This will be the number one most cited. <laughs> I love this site. Uh, you do. You love this site. I really do. I really do. It's so funny. It's just so funny. Because uh, they don't just give you a number. They, like, break it down for you. And they're like, this guy had this divorce, but then he made this investment. And then it's like, you still wouldn't have any idea how much money these people have. So like, No. But they pretend. And if, if the number's on the internet, I'm going to take it as gospel. And long story short, Denny Hamlin – on celebritynetworth.com is worth $65 million, Charlotte, which Shut is up. like $63 million more than I thought he was worth. Yeah, same. $5 million. What? Did he? Oh, my brain is like breaking. How? This From man has deep pockets. And to contextualize this, this is the game we are playing. We are playing pocket watching. We are, <laughs> we are playing yes. more than less. More or less than Denny Hamlin's net worth, I will give you a celebrity. You will tell me, according to celebritynetworth.com, are they worth more or less than Denny Hamlin's net worth of $65 million? We are pocket watching. It is, it is a Let's cardinal sin in the streets, it. but we are not in the streets. We are, we are in our, our places of – we are in our domiciles. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what an introduction. Uh, all right. We start with Greg Popovich, head coach of the San Antonio Spurs. More or less – Ooh. Did 65 million. He's been coaching a long time. He's won a lot of titles. But is that enough? More. Less. I was going to say less. God damn it. <laughs> oh. Okay. Okay. How much? Uh, what does Celebrity Net Worth say? $40 million, according to Celebrity Net Worth. I mean, I guess that makes sense. I, the reason I was going to yeah. say less is because I was like, well, he hasn't had the insane sponsorship deals that, um, you know, I, I don't see pop in ads a lot. Um, yeah, yeah. but then I said more. Yeah. Maybe that's what Denny Hamlin, I imagine like Denny Hamlin has made, like he's made $600,000 from winning races and he's made 64.4 right. million dollars from FedEx. <laughs> is FedEx is the Joe Gibbs yeah. sponsor, right? Cause like yeah, 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 he's Washington FedEx, football yeah. team and right, it all, right, it all strings right. together. Okay. Okay. Uh, Bill, speaking of football, Bill Belichick also been coaching a while, also won a ton of titles. I but feel like you said that last time and it was less also, but 20 years at like, Oh my God. I'm like, I money. know where his house is. He's got the subway is. ad money now. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I, know, right? I know where his house is in Massachusetts. And I'm like, how many millions do we think that neighborhood it? Um, I'm going to say more. Slightly less. Oh. 60 million for Bill Belichick. God damn it. Slightly well, less. Uh, uh, moving I hate on. Losing, I hate. <laughs> <this. laughs> I uh, Shia LaBeouf, <laughs> Shia LaBeouf. How do you say his name? I was Shia. taking a sip of water right as you said that, <laughs> no. and I was spit it out. Shia LaBeouf. 
Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Surely Shia LaBeouf doesn't have more money than Bill Belichick. I, I'm, he has I don't mean to. to he definitely you. does. He does. He has more money than Denny Hamlin. He doesn't. He does not. What? Does he's no all, one have as much money in the world <laughs> as Denny Hamlin? What is it? Is Denny Hamlin the richest <laughs> man in America? The hell is uh, going next on, on the list, Jeff Bezos. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as it turns out, he's uh, actually less legit. Uh, our next one on the list is uh, Cy, I think is how you pronounce it, the Gangnam Style guy. Less. Barely less. The reason I put him on the list, he's technically less. He has $60 million. How? Oh, God. <laughs> but you that got upsets, that one right. That upsets me. I put him on the list because it was close, and I was like, this is hilarious. That, like, Mark, did he why... Have- why don't we have more money if the gang of stuff? <laughs> well, this is this is why this is why you got to be careful with the pocket watching and just you, you spiral and you start. <gasps> but that's not the. We, it's not about us. It's about the game. No, sorry, uh, it's not about us. Uh, Shakira. More. Definitely more. Three hundred more money than Denny Hamlin. Three hundred million dollars. She's our first. Thank God. Mother. Yeah, she's our first. Uh, I finally got one right. You're gonna love this one. This one's gonna yeah. be tough. This one's gonna. I think this is gonna take us home to the end of the. I think the, the show's gonna end because you're just gonna spend the rest of the time trying to figure this one out. Uh, Guy Fieri. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Do you see my brain breaking in real time? <laughs> Jesus. Um. Mm, uh, more less it's less he has 25 million dollars he's, he's on the shia labeouf <laughs> he's on the shia labeouf uh tier of 25 oh, 20 million. Guy Fieri. Guy 25, Fieri. Million. 25 million 25 million yeah he's he's got a ways to go to catch okay it, you know what know. i'm learning mark uh 60 how much 63 million is that what 65 65 million. 65 million is a lot more money than i thought that's what was. that's the point of the game charlotte is we're learning that like that's a lot of money because if guy fieri only has 25 million and that's still so many millions of dollars like i wouldn't know what to do with 25 million dollars and then that's three times as many dollars about guy fieri and greg popovich put their bank accounts together and you get one danny hamlin that blows your that has to blow your mind right like that's crazy I just messed up about this all right but uh, i got a few more here charlotte so look, look, okay. I'll, I'll rip we'll rip through them quickly the, i should i should have said guy fury for last i don't know what i was thinking that was bad no uh, no no i liked it i liked game it I liked show it. hostmanship there uh the next one on our list is chris pratt more he's a less. marvel guy what less I- 60 million he's five million less than denny hamlin this is the point okay, of the well, game chris, chris pratt is doing something wrong or celebritynetworks.com more... is doing something wrong. Right. <laughs> One of the two. What if all of these numbers are just like not yeah, even close yeah. to true? Yeah, it's just like the publicist pays. That's how they make their. <laughs> that's how Celebrity Network makes their money. Is like just the publicist pays them to say the number. Uh, we have Larry the Cable Guy. Not less. More significantly more. A hundred million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> what a fun game, right? I hate this game. <laughs> Uh, we have, I have, I have, uh, I have a few more, uh, Hulk Hogan. More. Less. I 20, haven't got. $25 million. You have no the idea. Only you one, at this game. <laughs> the only one I've gotten right is Shakira. You got, no, you got Cy, the, the, I gave you a freebie, the Gangnam Style guy. Oh yeah, you yeah, yeah. Right. So, but uh, that's because that didn't count. Uh, 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 what, what else we got? You got Chris Pratt wrong. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, we have Nick Cannon. Mm, less less 30 million dollars that one's kind of a giveaway now that you're thank god this. um flow from progressive commercials 
Oh, wow. Um, less. It's less. I tried to, I tried to if get, she had to, like, more, I would be like, <laughs> I'm going to sell out immediately. I, I tried to get you to, to be more. Uh, two more for you. Jamie Oliver, um, Guy Fieri, yes. famous chef. Jamie Oliver, also famous chef. Where does Jamie, Jamie Oliver? Jamie Oliver, I'm less. Jamie Oliver, according to CelebrityNetWorth.com, is worth $300 million. There's no way. <laughs> There's no goddamn way. Your source is just high. CelebrityNetWorth.com is on drugs. How dare you? How dare you besmirch <laughs> the good name, the journalistic integrity of CelebrityNetWorth.com. And Sorry. finally, we end with Dave Chappelle. More. Dave Chappelle is worth $50 million, $15 million less than Denny Hamlin. So, uh, what the hell is going on? I hope that illustrates, uh, you know, that, cause that stood out to me. Denny Hamlin, how does Denny Hamlin have deep enough pockets to, to be an owner of a sports team? He as sure out, does. Yes, as it turns he out. He sure yes. does. Yes. You know, Denny Hamlin. Do I know him? Yeah. Personally? No. Yeah. I, I, I feel like for some reason you no. might like know <laughs> Denny Hamlin. I don't know why. I was hoping we could get him on the pod. Is that, is that an insult or is that a compliment? That, I like, meant I feel it like, as a compliment. I feel like that's the that's one of the weirdest compliments I've ever. You feel like a guy that would know Denny Hamlin. I'm like, thank you. I think <laughs> Tate probably does. Tate, you know who would know him is Tate. Like he's a North, so Tate's the North Carolina guy. Like yeah, he's probably just like yeah. Denny and I go to Lake Norman all the time. And you're like, what Tate? How did that happen? Like, Why did you never bring yeah, that up? He's BJ like, oh, Armstrong it never came up. And, and Denny Hamlin and I, it never came up. I feel like Tate up. says it never came up more than anyone I've ever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so I have a game for you, Mark. Okay. Which I have written down. So in in doing this, I I was thinking, okay, so you've got Michael Jordan, great basketball player, and even better baseball player. Um, wants to buy a NASCAR team. So I was like, uh-huh. I wonder what other athletes are owners of teams that are not in the sport that they play. So I did some research and I came up with a list oh cultivated boy. from several lists on the internet that I mashed oh together. In- CelebrityNetworth.com. <laughs> yeah, from TMZ Sports. No. Um, so I'm going to quiz you. Oh boy. What on, on what teams, what sport and then what team do you okay. think these athletes own? Okay, so Pat Mahomes recently became a part owner owner of what team? I know this one, the Royals, just because yes. it's recent. Yeah. I okay. This one. okay. All right. Well, All right. we're off to a great I'm start. Already, Congrats on being you. good yeah. at this game. Um, <laughs> I've tied what your team? Score. <laughs> what team does LeBron is LeBron a part owner of? Think I might know this one. I think you do too. I think it's Liverpool. It is. You got it. Um, okay. What team is Steve Nash? an owner of there are two. Oh god um all right so not the brooklyn nets that would seem like a that's conflict a conflict of interest, of interest. <laughs> <laughs> the owner and he hired himself uh okay so i remember vaguely uh i'm just tracking my brain this, this isn't this because this, this is going to sound ridiculous but i'm trying to track why i came up with this uh i think he's a tottenham fan like because he did the 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 uh the soccer coverage and mm-hmm. he would always say like we with Tottenham. And I, mm-hmm. I couldn't remember if it was cause like his parents were a Tottenham fan. So he was a Tottenham fan or if it's cause he's a part owner. Uh, maybe it's both. So I'm going to, I'm going to lock, lock me in Tottenham. Well, you're close. He tried to buy Tottenham didn't work. So he bought, he is a, um, 
I don't know if he's the majority owner or not, but of the MLS team Vancouver Whitecaps. Oh, okay. And the Spanish professional team RCD Mallorca. Wow, did not know that. That's that doesn't get one, talked right? about enough. Yeah. No, it doesn't. I'm like Steve Nash owns an MLS team. I didn't even know the Vancouver Whitecaps existed. Um, okay, Venus and Serena uh, are part owners of two teams in two different sports. Okay. Was I feel like this is recent that I saw that uh, a one a of bunch them is of recent. Women in sports mm-hmm. came together and are starting like a, a. I don't know if it started or already exists. Man, I I don't know enough. This doesn't count as a right answer, but there's an LA soccer team that like a bunch. Yes. Of, okay, but I don't I don't but, know enough details for that. It's an NWSL team, uh, okay. and it's in LA, so you got that right. Um, but they. But also, then I don't know the other one. I wouldn't have any idea. What they are part owners of the Miami Dolphins. Wait, what? I'm not kidding. Is that the How greatest thing you've ever heard? About? Like, why are That's they what not- I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. This is what we're learning is like, we got to stop getting the shots of like the old white dudes who are like actually the owners and start getting like the cool people who are the part owners. I want right, to like, Don't give them. me you know Steve I mean? Ross. That's who owns the Dolphins, right? Yeah. Is that his name? Steve Ross? I don't, I don't want know. Steve Ross. I, I want Venus. I don't Serena. need the shot of him in the box. And it's just like, like he's eating popcorn. And then he just starts coughing and you're like, <laughs> then like the camera's shaking a little bit. Cause he's like so far away from him. And you're just like, why it's like Jerry Jones shot? touching his eyes 30 times. Let's see. Let's get Serena Williams on the sidelines, dapping up the player. Like that's the, that's, the, it should be like owner Serena Williams. That'd be that'd be dope. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Magic Johnson has a stake in what team? Oh God, I should know this. I should know this. Oh man, it, it's the Dodgers, right? Yeah. It's wow. The Dodgers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah. yeah. I, Mark okay. Titus. I don't know why. I don't. Yeah, I should have known that right away. I don't yeah. know why you should have known that. I didn't know that until yesterday. I, I don't know how I know I, I you just you kind of observe where when guys have unusual fandoms and they get really excited about like That's certain true. teams and then you just and by just really different. excited do you mean when Magic Johnson tweets that Dodgers need yeah. more home runs to, yeah. or like more runs to win this game then yeah yeah, yeah. um okay next one is uh what do I got here John Elway was a part owner of a team. That is not the Broncos. Was it? It's. I want to say he feels like a guy who owned an arena football league. He did. Did he really? Oh my god. Yes. The Colorado Crush. Oh my god. From 03 to 09. I him and him and Bon Jovi. I remember Bon Jovi owned an like Bon Jovi was really into arena league football. Do you know I've met Bon Jovi at a Notre Dame football game? (laughs) Really? Yeah, I went with. His hair was just unbelievable. I went with uh, my good pal, Jessica Smetana, um, when Uh, we worked at Sports Illustrated together. And (laughs) they showed Bon Jovi on the jumbo screen, but it was a game at Yankee Stadium, one of those novelty games. Oh, Syracuse, Notre Dame. They showed Bon Jovi on the jumbotron thing, but she was right behind him. (laughs) She like photobombed him on the big thing. That's awesome. It was pretty funny. Um, That That should be your Twitter profile picture at all times, I would say. (laughs) Hit you. I know. I was yeah, like, like yeah. Jess, what are you doing? Um, okay. There is – I'm just going to run through these because okay. they're not that interesting. But Kevin Durant is a part owner of Philadelphia Union. Soccer. Yeah. MLS, MLS team. All these yeah. basketball players own soccer teams. Soccer That's why teams. I'm just going to run yeah. through them. Because yeah. James Harden is a part owner of the NWSL team Houston Dash and the MLS team Houston Dynamo. And Oscar De La Hoya is also an owner of Houston Dynamo. Wow. I know. Wow. And then the last one I have, 
Russell Wilson and Sierra are part owners of the Seattle Sounders. There you go. Is it so. was it Drew Carey an owner of the Seattle Sounders? I want to say. <laughs> I forgot Drew Carey existed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Drew Carey is an Ohio legend. Can, can't no, sorry. Drew Carey. <laughs> How dare you? Know? Jesus, you should have known. You known. <laughs> oh my God. Um, Mark. All right, so here's what we want to do today. Here, here's the here's the entree of the show. Uh, in light of Michael Jordan um, starting a NASCAR team, which is pretty much the coolest owner you could ever have. If you could like handpick an owner, you would. It, it's hard to top Michael Jordan. Or is it? We're gonna build our own NASCAR team, Charlotte. We're going yes, to. We are. We're going to say if you're trying to build the best NASCAR team, and by best best, it's a it's a hazy definition of what best means. Are you trying? What do you to mean by races? best? Are you trying to win? Are you trying to make money? Are you trying to get uh, likes and retweets? Are you trying to like where where do you fall on the best spectrum? I don't know. Make your case. It doesn't matter. You, you can you can take this wherever you want to take it. But we're trying to build our best NASCAR teams, and so. we're going to do that by you can only use athletes or sports figures from mm-hmm. other sports, and you yep. can only use one sport once. Mm-hmm. That's right, and the, right? And the point of that is, like, I didn't want it to be – I didn't want, uh, you know, to just pick, like, seven basketball players. And then, Well, I don't want uh, I don't want it to be, like, the Steelers' O-line. Yeah, the entire the Steelers' group. O-line and then Big Ben's driving the car. Like, that's right. – that's, We're not doing that. We got, we got to use your brain a little bit on this show. So, uh, <laughs> that is the exercise. Uh, let's start at the top. Let's, it, okay. it, let's start all the way at the top. What inspired this is Michael Jordan as being a team owner. Um, who are you picking as the owner of your build your own NASCAR team? Are you ready? Okay. Megan Rapino. Wow. Wow. Interesting. I want Megan Rapino. Sue Bird can join if she wants, but I don't want to make, you know, just because they're a couple, I don't want to make mm-hmm. her feel like she has to. Um, Megan Rapino, women's soccer star. She knows how to lead. Mm-hmm. She knows how to win. She mm-hmm. knows how to have fun with it. Like she, you know, how she stood at the corner of the um, field and put her arms out. Like she can create a moment and she's really uh, very into social justice and wants to make things better for everybody. And I feel like she would be a great force in the sport of NASCAR. That is, that is, that is great. I, the only downside to Megan Rapino being the owner is I feel like she is going to, I'm trying to think of like NASCAR owner. Like, do you want the owner to, I guess I don't know. I'm th- I'm, I'm just thinking out loud. What do like, you want to do? What she feels she's got like a driver personality. Like she's all she was oh. like. No, you're not wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong, Charlotte. I'm just thinking through this. No, I'm um, I'm listening. I'm listening. Uh, I'm not like saying Megan you're Rapino, right. I'm listening. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like she seems to me like someone who gets second place in a race, and then just like talks slashes the like, other person. Like, yeah, or like <laughs> she's just like she's got an awesome. And then she does an interview, and she's like just flamboyant and calling out everybody. And then she wins yeah. the next race. And then she's just like talking even more trash. And, uh, but maybe, that's maybe, one, maybe that's what we need out of an owner. Like maybe she's going to like break the mold of what owners are. And that's what I'm saying. And I, and I think just the thought of her sitting in one of those little towers, watching a race yeah, with sunglasses yeah. on and like a leather jacket and looking super cool. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, okay, that's, that's what I want. In no, my team yeah. owner. It's your team. I, 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 I like it. I like her as a, I like her as a, uh, an owner. That's a good Who's pick. yours. My pick is uh, King Griffey Jr. As my, my <gasps> oh. man, who is basically the the Michael Jordan of baseball. He is universally beloved. He yes. is cool as hell. Like everything about him is cool. Um, he just played the wrong sport, basically. Like a, a, a baseball is not baseball is America's pastime. Everybody loves baseball, but baseball is not exciting enough to like 
brand Ken Griffey Jr. in the right ways, but everyone still loves him. Everyone, like, I agree. He, he I really played, like that. He played in the steroid era. He hit like 60, 55 home runs every single 50. I think he did. He hit 60 one year. I don't think he did. Maybe he did. I forget. He um, hit- he, he, he hit a million home runs during the steroid era, and not a single person thinks he took steroids because he's just like – he couldn't. There's no way. If can, I, can I say steroids. something what? real tangenty real quick? Uh, really not kosher. Kind of missed the steroid era, not going to lie. Oh, you That's missed the steroid I era. I missed the steroid like, era. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I loved – but it was well, also the 90s, and things felt a lot better then. Yeah, so. we've talked about this before. It's just like it's, the, it's when we were growing up, so we just feel like it's – the best we didn't know um, how bad things were yet i think mlb misses the steroid era which is why they've juiced the baseballs they won't admit, <laughs> but they yeah guys are just like throw they just kind of like try to foul pitches off and it goes over the fence and they're like oh that's a home run wow like oh that's, weird. that's pretty cool uh yeah my owner I, I i sort of lazy just because i i took the michael jordan model and then said like who's the most like michael jordan i don't think um, that's lazy i think that's, that's uh, my a repeatable successful I, model because Kendrick griffey jr is my owner everybody every fan is cheering for my team they're all like, yeah, I, that's, that's the team I want to cheer for. Unless they're cheering for my team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay, right. who's your crew chief? Uh, my crew chief is – Your crew chief. Crew, 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 crew chief. Um, my crew chief is – I went with Chris Paul. He's my basketball pick because Chris Paul is – I don't know why that's so funny. Not likable per se. Like, he's kind of – but here, here's I, – I, it was a two – Two train of thought here. Two mm-hmm. two thoughts here. Number one, he is the most. Uh, he epitomizes coach on the floor more than any basketball player who's ever lived. I think like he's always yes. coaching. He's always pointing. He's always he is the crew chief of the, every basketball team he's ever been on. He is the ultimate point guard. They call him the point god. Uh, the guy just never stops like coaching. Great for a crew chief. Number one. Number two, he is extremely petty. Extremely <laughs> petty, which plays well in NASCAR, not just because. Richard Petty's the king, uh, uh, but just the pet attitude in NASCAR is 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 awesome, and uh, I, I think I think that's a good crew chief. So I, I think that's a great call. He's also the head of the uh, the players um, mm, union, yeah, so yeah. you know he kind of he knows how to manage people and how to lead a team. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Along those lines, um, I <laughs> this is a bit of a weird one, but I have um, the A's VP of Operations, Billy Bean. <laughs> As my crew chief, because I feel like crew chiefs need to be real analytics guys, like able yeah. to shave off seconds and real process oh. guys. And I feel like Billy Bean would be really good at figuring out there's, how to maximize output. There's like there's like 12 laps left. You have enough fuel for 11 and a half laps. Uh, your tires are are running low, but yeah. you're you're up big in the race. So like the, the strategy is like, do we do we just run it? If we go to the pits, we're going to lose the race. Do we try to just make it to the finish line? Billy, what do we do? And then he spends the next 17 days calculating what the answer is. And then he's right. like, I got it. And then you're like, Billy, the race was, oh, it's been over for three weeks. It's like, what do you, <laughs> we needed that Billy, answer. It's over. Denny Hamlin won. So let me run my algorithms. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, that's my pick. So. <laughs> that's a good pick. That's, know. You know what my pick is? My pick is Brad Pitt as Billy Bean. Billy, Brad Pitt as Billy <laughs> That's a good pick. That is a you're thinking outside the box. That uh, analytics. Anytime yeah. you do, does NASCAR have analytics? I assume they do. I mean, they oh they, for sure they they calibrate everything down to like. But I mean, do they have? Is there an analytics movement where like because they they've been calibrating everything forever? Has there been like a you're new like wave? yeah? That's how a car works. Charlotte. Yeah, yeah. Has there been like a new wave where some nerd came along in like 2011 and was like, you guys are doing it all wrong. <laughs> Throw it out. 
I don't know, but now I feel like we should like report that out and try to figure it out because that'd be a good story. Maybe that's how Denny Hamlin made his sixty-five million. Is he 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 invented analytics and that's now you're thinking. Now you're Uh, thinking, Mark. All right, driver. Who's your driver? This is my very important. My driver is well. You said three drivers, right? Yeah, we could do three. I guess. Do you have three? Do you have one? Three. I only have one. I okay. Then I'll pick. Yeah, pick one. Okay, are you ready for my driver? Go yeah, go ahead. Brad Marchand <laughs> of the what? Boston Bruins. He is he he is so petty. He gets in so many fights. He once licked a guy's face. He is like out of his mind on the ice. And I think in a driver you need someone who's just going to like the 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 take off the gloves equivalent of like I don't know, nudge a guy a little bit and NASCAR used to be so dirty. Like they would play so dirty. They would get in fights in the pits. My favorite story is that um, Richard Petty's mom, Elizabeth, I think, or Mm -hmm. it was some Elizabeth Petty, whoever she was related to. I think it was her husband got into a fight with this driver, Tiny Lund, and Elizabeth came out. She had a pistol in her purse and whacked Tiny Lund over the head (laughs) with a pistol in the pits and won yes. the fight. So that's the kind of energy I want from Brad Marshall. The, 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 the fact that WWE fans and NASCAR fans overlap in a lot of ways is not a coincidence. They, not at all. They, NASCAR has the WWE theatrics. That is a great what, – what, what position does Marshawn play? I don't pay – I know who he is, like just from people he, talking uh, about he, it, but he, I don't like, pay – His position is – He's not the goalie, I mean. Hockey. He's not the goalie. No, he's Who's a the skater goalie? guy. <laughs> he's a skater boy? Yeah. Oh, Tuukka Okay, all right. Well, well, oh. and then it was um, he. Sorry, he plays left wing. Left wing. Okay. Brad Marshall. <laughs> all right. Which Are is the thing I totally knew before our <laughs> wonderful producer Kristen. Their uh, hockey, I know, I, it's basically offense or defense of hockey, and then the rest of it, it just feels like it's chaos. Anyway, that's we'll see, we'll do that. We'll, we'll do a hockey. Plays show. Left wing. We should do a and... hockey show. Is this, the Stanley Cup's going on right now? Right. <laughs> yeah, you've wanted to do a hockey show I have. before we. To, I want to tell the people that. Since we came up with this idea, Mark has been trying to get us to talk about I have about been hockey. trying to do a hockey show. I want to do oh, a hockey wait. show. So <laughs> Okay, maybe but, next no, week. Maybe next week we do a hockey show. The Stanley Cup, uh, yeah. We'll, we'll can, do you guys, can you guys uh, tell us if you want that? Email the People's Sports us, Podcast at gmail.com and tell us what hockey thing you want. Uh, okay, who's your driver? My driver is I, – I picked this driver before he was in the news when we woke up this morning, um, and I, I think I got to stick by it. Uh, his name is Lawton Ibrahimovic, uh, and he just recently tested positive for coronavirus. But uh, he is. What does he do? He is. Oh, you don't know Zlatan. You need to know. This is oh, your home. Oh, so I thought you said. Um, I I didn't know his last name. I'm oh, you didn't know his Ibrahimovic. Yeah. See, the, well, this said- is, to that point, Charlotte, why he would be a great driver is that he is a one name guy. He is. Uh, he. Yeah. He when you a, said both of his names, I didn't, you didn't know, know who him. he was. Yeah. Zlatan. Uh, so I'll just I'll, I'll just stick to his one name. Zlatan has. A massive ego, the the biggest ego maybe in the history of sports. Uh, the guy literally thinks he's a god. At least that's a shtick. Um, and yet he is still somehow beloved, which is I feel like it's perfect for a driver. You have to have a huge ego. You have to. We've already kind of been talking about it. Be petty and and the theatrics and all that. Mm-hmm. Zlatan would be great at it. But he's also beloved. He's got the cold of personality. Uh, he's got he's he's European, which would be interesting. It would be like Sasha Baron Cohen and Talladega Nights sort of vibe, where he's like mixing it up and pissing everybody off because he's got yes. the accent and he's not the American. He's not from the South. Uh, I, I like, I like the idea of Zlatan being my driver. This is, that's so, so good. Uh, Kristen just sent me the two great Zlatan quotes. 
I can't help but laugh at how perfect I am. Um, and he also says, when you buy me, you are buying a Ferrari. There you go. There you go. Imagine Zlatan. That's, he, just won, he just won the Daytona 500, and you're like, Zlatan, how does it feel? And he's like, I, I can't help but marvel how perfect I am or whatever it is. <laughs> That's so good. I love great. that. That's great. Um, All right, what's so we, next we, we on the list? Let's out the pit crew. Um, let's see here. The, I have I, two tire changers. You have two tire. Okay, let's start with tire changer. That's a good one. Um, the I'm Rock and Yao Ming. <laughs> that's funny right that's a good one yeah i yeah. understand that's it i don't have to say anything else who are yours you really have to explain it uh so you're gonna hate this uh i'm not i'll save it for later but i'll go to my answer first my answer is roy jones jr uh because he's a boxer he's he's arguably the greatest boxer ever which is great about boxing is like everybody if you've ever won a title before you're arguably one of the greatest ever totally um, but Roy Jones Jr. has the fastest hands of boxing. That is one thing that people say about Oh, my him. God. You sound like such a guy who watches boxing. Uh, Roy Jones Jr., lightning quick hands. I feel like he's going to – I wish you could all see what Marcus is doing right now. He looks like he's trying to start a fire. <laughs> he's got the lightning fast hands, so he can change the tire. What I wanted to say my answer was – you're going to love this. I wanted my what? answer to be Michael Jordan or Brett Favre because – they quit their sport and came back so many times that uh, you could say that they are really, really good at retiring. Oh, oh, I hate it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh I hate how hard I'm laughing at that. God damn but it. I'm not going to make that joke. That's a bad joke. I'm not going to make that joke. Don't ever make that joke. <laughs> Don't ever make that joke. Okay, who's your gas tank, man? Uh, so the gas tank man for me is, I picked, <laughs> which I picked, if people don't know, he's the guy who holds this, the he, guy, it looks like a yeah. bazooka or like yeah, a he, um, missile. Yeah. Th- I want that guy. So my We're guy both doing a weird claw <laughs> motion with our hands, trying to show how the gas tank man holds for, his for gas our podcast tank. listeners. We feel like if we do, if we, if we acted out enough, like people listening, <laughs> they'll see listen it to through the headphones. Um, my pick is Rob Gronkowski. Because oh. for, for two reasons. Number one, the gas guy has to be strong. You got to be able to carry that big tank and, and, and load it up. <laughs> uh, number two, I feel like Gronk being able to call himself the gas man is something that he would absolutely love. And he would, he would just love this job. It, he it would, would do re- so many commercials for baked yeah. beans. <laughs> yes. He would be like, I'm the gas man. What's up? And he, it, would, it would be great for, for morale that Rob Gronkowski just loves his job so much because he gets to be the gas man. <laughs> I love that, Mark. That's a, that's, that's a really good answer. Um, I had, I don't know where my head was when I was putting this list together, but I have, um, do you remember from the Olympics, I guess it was two years ago, but it feels like 30 when the U.S. men's curling team won. Oh yeah. John Schuster. Yeah. No, I have Matt Hamilton. Matt Hamilton. The U.S. men's curling team. Was he the guy with the mustache? Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And you know how I, do you know how I got here? is I started thinking about it. I was like, what would be, like, who feels like a gas tank man? Yeah. And yeah. I was like, oh, the guy with the mustache from the U.S. curling team. And I was like, I don't know his name. And then I Googled it. And so his name is Matt Hamilton. Uh, so those guys. I've the, met him before, too. I, I was, where, where did you meet him? Tell your story. Uh, I met him at, I'm just remembering this. I forgot that I'd met him. But it was um, the U.S. Olympic Committee puts on, like, a, I don't know, like a press week or something. And they had Mm -hmm. it in park city. And so 
um, a few jobs ago, flew out there and I interviewed a hundred athletes over three days, all the people going to the Olympics and Matt Hamilton stood out because he was, you know, they're all tired. They don't really want to be there. They've gone through this car wash and he was the most um, friendly, great guy. And I just, I was like, well, let's go drink some beers and play curling. And he was like, well, I don't know if that's how you say it, but. Um, <laughs> the, the, this was pre-gold medal or post-gold medal? Pre, this was in August before so they headed out there. When they, the, they had the reputation as massive chokers, especially John Schuster. John Schuster. Yes. You want to talk about stuff with Tate. We should get Tate on the show just to talk about John Schuster. Tate, Tate hated John Schuster so much. Like we would, we would do shows and be like, Tate, wrap it up. Uh, you got any shout outs? He's like, I want to shout out that fraud. <laughs> John Schuster, and, and he had a he hated. I'm I'm hamming it up a little bit. It wasn't that bad, but he he definitely was like, man, this is disgraceful. Like, uh, what is happening to our curling? It was a thing for Tate. Uh, yeah, it was like a thing for him. And then John Schuster goes out and is clutch as shit and wins the gold medal. <laughs> um, so I met all those guys after they won the gold medal. They came to Columbus for uh uh, I I, I dabbled in curling a little bit in the Columbus Curling Club. Dabble. Oh my dabble. god. Of course you did. And uh, the of Columbus course you did. Club, they brought the guy. <laughs> you Midwest boy. Of course you did. They brought the they brought the boys down from Wisconsin and Minnesota. I think they're where they're from. Um, and they they put on a curling clinic for like all the curling club people. And I got to meet them all. It was so cool. They were the coolest people. They were all so nice. Are they great? Tyler George, I want to shout him out. I, I remember, yeah, Tyler George was like the nicest guy. Is, I don't know if people would really remember him. He didn't have the mustache and he wasn't John Schuster, but uh, <laughs> he was nice. He was, he, he just like, he, if you asked him a question, he would spend, he, he would literally spend all day if, you, if he could have. He would have been like, yeah, I'll, I'll sit here. I will make you a good curler. I will do, do that. You know, do you know what, maybe, do you think we should try to have the – we should. 2018 men's curling team on the podcast. We absolutely. I I am a massive massive fan. John Schuster. So am I. I love he those guys. With him, and he held up the gold medal, and he was like the nicest guy. And I was like, dude, I started crying. I was like, you don't know what you did for me. You know, I but, think that if not as a if not as a full show, maybe as like a special bonus interview episode, yeah, we, we should just have we should, the men's curling. We should, and, and then just make it like the Chris Farley show where we're just like, we <laughs> remember, like when? remember when? You, remember when you won the gold medal? That Can I just awesome. say I love you guys? Like I love you guys. I love you. That's the whole <laughs> show. You guys got a question? <laughs> uh, like, nope. All right, I'll wrap mine up. My my uh, Jackman is that what we're calling? What's the yeah, the Jackman. The, the Jackman. I'm the Jackman. Uh, <laughs> it can only be one answer for me. It is Bryson DeChambeau. Uh, oh, his, so good. His massive muscles. Like the only the only thing I, I worry about is that Bryson is a guy who stands over a putt for like 36 minutes every time he putts. So I'm worried that he's gonna like put a little too much science. I was making fun of you for your Billy Bean pick. I, I worry that Bryson's going to put the jack under there and then stop and just kind of look at it. And he's like, is that the most optimal <laughs> way to jack the car? Hmm. And like think it over too much. Um, you were projecting your Bryson pick onto my Billy I kind of was. Yeah, that's my insecurity about the Bryson pick. But I think it's going to be good. I think ultimately he's going to want to show off the muscles and he's just going to go – he's just going to want to crush it. He's just going to stick the jack in and pop that thing. He's going to shoot the – he's going to shoot the car to the moon. He's just going <laughs> to He's going to flip the car over. He's going to jack it – he oh, should work for Michael Jackson. Careful. It could be like Space <laughs> yeah. Jam where he like yeah. shoots. Um, my pick is uh, the Jackman is DK Metcalf of the Seattle Seahawks. Nice. Nice. Just because he's huge. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's 
all that needs to be. I think, I think we're on the same page. With that so one. here, so the one last thing I wanted to talk about in terms of our team though, is um, you'd mentioned choosing a sponsor. Yeah. And I have this game that I play with my friends sometimes um, where it's like, if you, as a person, if your life could be sponsored by three companies, oh who God. would you be sponsored by? Oh my God. Did you think of a sponsor for your race team? Because all I could think of was who I want to be sponsored by <laughs> personally. Well, that's fine. Uh, I thought of a sponsor for my, so I'll answer your personal question. My sponsors personally. So it's like the brands that you use the most, the brands you believe in the most, or the brands that like, like, or that you would just however, like to be sponsored. However you interpret God, that's that tough. question. Uh, uh, Chipotle would have to be number one for me. Yeah. I mean, well, I, like, I mean <laughs> that's, that's number one. I would Chipotle, love Chipotle, Charmin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's about it. I mean, what else do I, uh, oh, Tommy Bahama. Tommy yes. Bahama. Tommy Bahama. I, uh, I, I recently moved to the beach. I moved to the beach, like not to the Wait, beach, Mark, do you live in California now? I live in California now. But when I moved out here, I lived like inland. I lived over by Hollywood. And then okay. after a year of that, I was like, why would I move across the country to Los Angeles and live in like a, just a bunch of cement, a big parking lot, basically. Right. What am I doing? I got to move. I got to move west. So I, I moved to the beach. I don't live on the beach, but close enough to walk. Uh, right around the time coronavirus stuff all started happening so the uh, basically like everything's closed out here and all i can do like i just go to the beach a lot is what i'm saying i just I go to the that. Beach, i sit there i drink beer i stare at the horizon and then i come back home and that's all i do and long story short i have spent way too much money on tommy bahamas <laughs> I like i'm a tommy that. bahama I guy great. I wa- they know me by name i walk into the store and they're like mark you know <laughs> welcome back okay so you got chipotle tommy bahama <sighs> god you do your three and then i'll think of my third one Okay, um, I think As you're two talking. of mine would probably be Whole Foods and <laughs> Apple. Apple. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, because I'm just being honest about who I am as a... You're an Apple fangirl? Well, no, but like I use all of you their stuff them. and it's always breaking. So if they sponsored did you, me... Did you update to iOS 14 and pretend like all the updates of iOS 14 aren't things that like Samsung did 10 years ago? Because I had a... No, I, well, had I haven't a, even updated yet, but oh. I need a new phone. So I'm waiting to get the... Tw- See, this is what I mean, where I just like throw money at them and I hate it. And Whole Foods, <laughs> I just, you know... I eat it a lot. Um, and then I think... <laughs> I eat it a lot. I, <laughs> I do. Um, and then... You should, you should sponsor the, Whole Foods. Just be like, Whole Foods. I'm Charlotte Wilder <laughs> for Whole Foods. I eat it a lot. Yeah, I eat it a Fact lot. <laughs> yeah, I'm like waiting to sell out. So if any of these people could reach out uh-huh. to me. Um, and then the third one, because all anybody... Like all I wear anymore, the only thing I buy is sweatpants. I think I told you this yesterday that I've just been like hoarding you know athleisure Mm -hmm. um and i'm really into this company right now aloe yoga a-l-o and they have the best stuff and it's really cute and it fits great Mm -hmm. and it is so expensive so So if they could just sponsor me then i wouldn't have to like agonize over which stupid pair of leggings i'm gonna get (laughs) because it's like either that or play a mortgage so you know how aloe started the guy the guy was a big lululemon fan he said to himself how do i make this more expensive did did he 
You're making that up. You're you... That's basically what aloe is, though, right? It's like, it's yes. like, what if Lululemon was even more expensive? And it was like a little more influencer-y. So I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I'm embarrassed thoroughly right. by the companies I would choose to sponsor me, but I need to be honest. My my third pick would be, uh, is can I just have an industry sponsor me? Can I have no, din- the, the Diners of America? I don't know. Like, I, I'm a big diner guy, too. Like, I like going- No, you have to pick one diner. diner. Like, uh, I know my diner. I know what my diner would be. It would be gonna, Early Bird Diner in Waterville, Maine. Shout out Nancy's Home Cooking in Columbus, Ohio. There uh, it is. See, I knew yeah, you had Clintonville. one. Yeah, there. That's my spot then. That's my brand. Wow, yeah, we have right. we have gone from Michael Jordan and Denny Hamlin buying oh, a race car team to yeah. uh, the best diner. The best diners that we know of. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's our dream team, our NASCAR. I, I never picked my, my sponsor. I did have a sponsor for – I had two written down, uh, but I, I'm going to lock in on one. Uh, my, my, my sponsor, I'm going to pick Tesla to be my sponsor. I want to run Tesla cars oh. because I feel like if, you're, if, you're, if you win races on – you don't even have to win races. Just if you're sponsored by Tesla, the nerds of the internet, you have them. You, you own them. You own the <laughs> nerds. You, the they will cheer for my team. I will have, like my, I have my own propaganda wing of nerds on the internet that like – no one there can ever go. say bad things about my team because the internet will kill them. They'll be like, that's the Tesla team. Don't you dare say bad things. Okay, so Mark, how do you have a gas man with a Tesla? Great point, Charlotte. <laughs> Does he become the plug-in man? Maybe that's the bit. Is that like, we, we drive Toyota cars. You pretend to fill it up? <laughs> we, we, no, we drive Toyota cars. It's got a big Tesla logo on top of it. <laughs> uh, have you ever driven a Tesla? I have, I have been in an Uber of a Tesla. That's about it. And it Listen. Drive, you got to find a way to drive one of those. It's like a spaceship. It is the most fun. I'm a huge, this is, I don't know if I've ever like publicly admitted that I'm a huge car nerd. Like I read car really? websites. I, yeah, wow. my mom's, one of my mom's best friends when I was growing up, she was the car reporter for Fortune magazine. No so kidding. she would, she would show up at our house with like the newest Porsche and take me you gotta in. get into so like where whereas you or i as sports writers oh moses causing a scene back here <laughs> you and i as sports writers will get like sent like a sports book and it's like or, or you get like a ticket to a game like that's right. our perk that, that's our perk yeah she gets to drive like the nicest she, cars she would we, drive like the, yeah a lamborghini would come out and she'd be like oh gotta go to pebble beach and like test it like truly the coolest job ever and so i grew up i always loved when she would come over because yeah. and i was a flower girl in her wedding not to brag shout out sue <laughs> um but so because of that i got like really really into cars and i have since stayed really into cars and wow. it's and too bad that i live tesla. in new york city and don't need a car <laughs> yeah yeah so you're saying the tesla as a car as a car expert the tesla is real fun to drive real fun to drive man so you're you're i also took a race car driving course once um and i was like when i was like 16 yeah and i was like okay cool i think i want to be a race car driver what do i need to do and they're like well do you have a car and i was like i have a jeep and they were like nope and i was like (laughs) how much is a car and they were like well for like a year in the beginner circuit probably run you a million bucks And my dad was standing there laughing and I was like, okay, I guess we're not. All right. I guess we're not going to do that. Dad, please, can I just yeah. have a million dollars? But I just want to restart. Yes. You're so mean. <laughs> All my other friends get a million dollar race car. <laughs> oh my okay. god. Okay. Well, um, we've officially gone off the rails, Mark. That's it. Is there? Do you have Don't a rabbit let, hole? 
Uh, no, I was going to shout out, uh, uh, the other idea I had for a sponsor was a Chick-fil-A competitor because our race, the races are on Sundays. So I feel like if you, if Chick-fil-A is closed, like if you're like Popeye's or Bojangles or something and you sponsor, that's really good. Cars, yeah. Cause that's Chick- really no good. One can go get Chick-fil-A. I know, but I like Tesla better. Um, um I also want to shout out real quick, everyone who's been emailing us, you guys yep. are amazing. I think at some point we're going to have to do a segment where we read some of the best ones we've should we gotten. Should do a mailbag? Yeah. Yeah, I think we should do a mailbag. Do a mailbag show. Um, yeah. And we love hearing from you. And I read all of them and forward them to Mark and Kristen. Yeah. And shout out to everyone who shouted Kristen out for having to deal with us idiots. Because things like yesterday when I'm there trying to zoom <laughs> into. Your power lines got ran over by a boat. Exactly. It's like you don't sign up for that when you sign up to be a producer. So. We should, do, we should start every show with like what was, Charlotte, what was the problem with Charlotte's technology this week? <laughs> <laughs> the choices are, and then I have to pick which one of the list. <laughs> yeah, we won't tell you why it wasn't working. Um, also, go. shout out to my cousin, Ollie Endicott, who is living in Montana right now, um, working on a farm, which is very cool. And he sent us a really nice email. And that was just really nice of you, pal. Wow. So thanks. Well, thanks, yeah. buddy. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, I don't really have, I mean, I kind of, of course, I do have a rabbit hole to go down, but it's not that good. Um, what is it? So I, we're talking crossover athletes. That got me re- reminding me of like guys that would celebrities that would try out uh, for baseball teams in spring training. Um, it's like <laughs> okay. a thing that happened. Like like Billy was Crystal. it really? Yeah, like they're, they're like I know Tom Selleck's done it. Billy Crystal's done it. Uh, there have been some other guys that have like they go spring training. They take some at bats and they strike out, and it's like ah, they, like Will Ferrell did like a promotional thing not too long okay. ago where he, where he, uh, for HBO. I want to say. Um, but one of the guys, one of the most famous guys that did it was Garth Brooks. And he's done this many mm. times. Um, we still have to do our 90s country star segment. Yeah. And so uh, my, the only rabbit hole I got down was like, I was reading about Garth Brooks. So Garth Brooks got two hits in spring training, which is like <laughs> oh shocking. He, he's like two for how many at-bats did you? He, he got over 40 at-bats throughout the years. So like, this is a guy that's done this a lot. Uh, he, 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 he got, he's gotten two hits. But anyway, I was, I was reading about, I was, doing my Garth Brooks thing. And then I found the Garth Brooks documentary on Netflix and I watched it. And like the oh rabbit hole I got put down was like, Garth Brooks is, I, I don't know how to, I don't he, He's a weird dude, first of all, but like, I don't know if he's like the most charming. I would describe him as like the most charming, most likable lizard person who's ever lived. <laughs> like that's how you would describe that guy. Okay. I'm going to watch that. You, I'm you should watch, watch it. He, he's for most of the documentary. He's, he's AC Slater in his chair. Uh, he's got it turned around backwards and then he's like staring at the camera and he's like making himself cry. And it's the most intense thing. I didn't know thing he ever. was weird. It is the most intense thing I've ever seen in my life is like Garth Brooks locked in at the camera and like talking about his divorce or like talking about, and you're just from like, Trisha Yearwood? no, from his first wife. And, but he's like, Isn't talking he with ab- Trisha. He's with Trisha now. Yeah. But, but, it, it, or he's talking about, it wouldn't have to be, cause like divorce makes sense. Like you're talking about your divorce. Like I get like wanting to cry, whatever he would talk about, like the time he played this gig in, in Stillwater, Oklahoma, and he'll start crying. He's like, that gig changed my life. Oh my God. Changed my life. And, and you're like, Oh my God. Like what is going on right now? Okay. I'm going to watch that. So, I'm going to watch that. That was a rabbit hole I got down. Yeah. And then I, right. the, the one thing I wanted to end the show on, it was just like a complaint and then we'll be done. I promise. And what? Uh, I just wanted to bitch somewhere and I don't know what I have this thought in my head and I just don't know where to dump it is that uh, there are too many be- like we had the, the backup beeper on, on vehicles has gone too far. They, we, we have, we are putting backup beepers on, way too small of 
vehicles is what I want to say. I feel like the backup. Say that. What are we putting them on? Too small. Like golf carts do not need backup. Well, like what is the thing that you said we're putting them on? Too small of vehicles. Is that what I said? You say vehicle. (laughs) Vehicles. I say it funny. What? How do you say it? Vehicle. Vehicles. (laughs) (laughs) You know what else I say funny is uh, I say umbrella. That's and, and, I was, and I was told it's umbrella. Umbra- it's umbrella. It's not umbrella. I say umbrella. That's yeah. so good. So right. I, I've been well, calling okay, on that so all. They're, they're, the beepers I just are... want to complain about that because like we, we've gone too far as a society and I just felt like maybe someone out there f- feels me. Someone out there knows okay. what I'm talking about. All right, like, well, like, let bulldozers, us know. Bulldozers, yes, I get it. But like if you're backing up your golf cart, all you have to do is turn around and say, hey, Gary, I'm, I'm backing up. <laughs> you don't have to like be like, burp, burp, burp. Like, we get it. You're backing up. Like, what are we doing here? Anyway. All All right, right, guys. We'll see you next Thursday.